Blakely. Blakely. What's up, girl? Hey, can she hear me? What's up, Blakely? Yes, she actually told me, she said, don't, don't put on headphones. I like to listen to these people. Yeah, Blakely. Blakely, are you wearing like, a robe? Is she wearing a robe? She is. Should we show you the best part? You. She's a unicorn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Only child, spoiled, good girl. Working. That's exactly right. Working. Hey, um, Ariel, I'm going to put your uh, Instagram... Uh, I'm going to add it to your name. You cool with that? Absolutely. Let's see if I got it right. Does that look right to you? Yeah, it looks good. Hey, someone in the chat's like, hey, uh, you got to see Ariel Lowen's gym tour. <laughs> Where is that? Okay, today, at eight, an hour ago, it went live on YouTube. Oh, I'm sure. actually starting a, a YouTube video, YouTube channel. And this is my first video to post. And this morning it went live. I'll probably promote it a bit more on Instagram. But it, everybody asked for a home gym tour. And so I gave the people what they want. Oh, you were, were you on, um, you were on the Born Primitive podcast? I was. Oh, that's awesome. Have you been? No, I had that guy on my podcast. And, yeah. and he's the sponsor of our, you, well, you sent me those pants that I live in now, those joggers live yep. in them and you know what's funny i was talking to jr howell the other day and he's like dude i have nine pairs of those he oh. said like yeah he can't he can't get out of them but so what's um, funny about that savannah's yeah. i sent those to you what was that two years ago yeah and so you gave me your address i mean no creeper mode but my yeah. my messages don't delete so that's how i sent you the christmas card was i scrolled back through and found ah. your address that. i know you were curious you're good you're you're good yeah, I was like, I'll He'll never expect it. That was that's good. Um, so that guy is the one who's sponsoring. For, it's a perfect fit for me because I I think the Savage One is like the best shoe since the Nano Two, and I think that um and and I love his joggers, and I loved having him on my podcast. I love everything he fucking stands for, like everything. I love what the company stands for. And so I reached out to him and I thought it was a long shot, but I said, Hey, you want to sponsor? We're doing an open event, Taylor versus the world. He's going to do Dallin, Jason Colton. And I'm like, Hey dude, I'm not trying to float my boat or sell you anything, but this thing is going to be huge. It's going to be something that community hasn't seen before. It's going to be so fun and wild. And he was in, he's like, I'm in what, whatever you need. Yeah. Yeah. I've heard about that. Dylan already told me all about it. Oh, good. <laughs> So it, will it be behind a paywall? No, we'll just go. We'll just go live Friday night. Wow. Yeah, just we're just basically copying the CrossFit Open, identical, but we're gonna use Taylor versus the World, and we're gonna just those three guys are just guys who like are I feel like are part of the Sevon Podcast ecosystem. You know, I love I, I I love Dallin. I'm always pumping them up. I love Jason and I love Colton. Those are like so. It was like, hey Taylor. You want to go against those guys? And he's like, fuck it. And I know Taylor will talk shit to them and it'll be great. Oh, yeah. Will yeah. they go head to head in the same location? Yes. They're going to fly there? Yes. Yes. Yeah. But we're born primitive, ponied up the cash. The cash. Wow. That's huge. Yeah. Next year, next year, we need to do girls. This year, boys. Yeah. Next year, girls. Yeah. Who, who would be the Taylor self of it, though? Ariel Lowen versus the world. <laughs> You know I can't talk smack like you can. <laughs> you don't have to talk smack. That's okay. Man, they could come in the home gym. Get some content. 
We could do it at the home gym. That we would just, be good. Wherever Will Brandstetter wants to go, he's the mastermind behind it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. Yeah, he he's he's incredible. He's truly incredible. I'm not just saying that. Like he really he can do it all. He could build oh, yeah. your gym. We talked to him a bit, or I should say we Dylan did at Wadapalooza. I had meet and greet Saturday at Wadapalooza all day. And Dylan ran into Pedro. Bless you. Taylor Self, JR Hal. And so he had breakfast with that little crew and chatted with them for a while. Dylan's working his way in. He's trying to do something. He's one Look, of the boys now. I'm I'm on the Oh, tour gym. Oh, three hours ago. Okay. Well, shit. Yeah. Well, shit. Do you like the title? Uh, tour the gym that got me third place at the CrossFit Games. Yeah, look at you. You're like a real YouTuber. You're like, how's my title? Is that yeah. going to draw eyeballs? Look at you. What do you think? Is it too long? I don't know. Well, I don't think so. Ten minutes seems good. Okay. There it is, uh, right there. Subscribe. Like subscribe. Right. Set all. Set all notifications. Like, let's see. Yeah, tore it out. So hey, that's your old gym. You give me the live. You give me the live tour as we watch this without you talking now. Okay, it's technically it's not an <clears throat> old gym because our new one isn't finished. Okay, so who made this? Who made this? I actually hired a guy here in Midland who's oh, awesome. Yeah, it's beautiful. Yeah, His it's beautiful. Ryan. So we call yeah. our home gym the Lion's Den. This is the gym. Kind of some wide shot angles, and then I walk through everything and break it down piece by piece. There's a story to almost every piece of equipment, and he came to my house and just started filming and was like, tell me about the home gym. And it was like 20 minutes of me talking, and I'm like, make it as small as you need to. So I'm explaining the glass garage door. Really nice in the winter because I don't feel like I'm trapped in a dungeon. I can mm. like look out and actually... Right. I creep on the neighbors quite a bit because, I mean, what else do you do when you're rowing on the rower? Can they creep on you? Can they see in there? Or it's too bright outside. Only if they put their face up to the glass. And then I got all our rowers, all our machines. And what I'm proud of is 90% of what you see has been purchased. So I don't want people to think I've gotten any freebies. Um, we've worked hard for this stuff. What is Dylan, that glass wall? This is my handstand wall. Dylan's a oh. very particular guy, so I'm not allowed to do handstands anywhere else but that wall because it'll get the walls dirty. So he bought cedar wood and literally shaped this thing and then put plexiglass over it. And now that's my handstand wall. God, and it's at, beautiful. Isn't it? And at the games, everything we do is plexiglass. So it's actually a good simulation of what I have to do at the games. Hey, what's that thing? Um on the ground over there mounted on the wall is that like a heater air conditioner it's a mini split so air conditioner and heater so i'm a oh poser i posted a video on monday that said like why you gotta be so cold my gym yeah, yeah. people are like just get a mini split and i'm like jokes on y'all i already have one. Oh my goodness hey who makes that does mitsubishi make that who makes that you know oh uh, that's a dylan question and does that thing, do you have to turn that thing on an hour before you go in to heat up the gym? I would say 30 minutes and then it's perfect. But Dylan's funny because in the summer he'll use it for an air conditioner unit because he's yeah. boozy. So yeah. he'll finish like his echo bike workout and then just lay on the floor right there by the skier and just get all that cold air blowing on him. Oh, uh, you do rope climbs from seated because the ceiling's not tall enough? 
Yeah, so this is how I trained for the games. This was the length rope I used. Seated up, seated down. And I believe our ceilings are 10 foot. So it's not super tall, but it did the job. Hey, any limits to that? So, like, I understand the discipline piece. I understand that it probably makes you stronger. But any, like, thing that you lose, so let me give you an example. So I I do all my – I learned muscle-up strict, and then I always did them strict, and then I always did them in kind of weird confined, confined spaces. And so, like, I, I just don't ever kip when I do muscle-ups. Do you, do you feel like maybe you're losing – the ability to do certain kinds of rope climbings or work on certain techniques, even though that's harder, but because you don't have a place where you can jump on and grab a 20 foot rope that. I wouldn't, yeah, I wouldn't doubt it. Um, I've never been rope climbs. have never been a strength. So I'm always just like middle to upper pack with rope climb events. So I wouldn't like say if I've you weren't, a, if you weren't a professional athlete, it wouldn't matter. Like that, I would say, fuck, that's awesome. You're probably, you're getting more strength. You're getting more fitness out of it. But because time is of the essence. Right. And your new gym uh, will have a tall rope. Yes, it will. So I can hold out for five, five-ish more months. So this rig, I bought Dylan as a Christmas present back in 2011, 2012. And for the first six years of its life, he would hang the barbell on it and then put hangers on it, and that's where he hung his clothes. So the first five years of his life, that rig just hung clothes. So he then, didn't have a closet? He'd come out there and get dressed? Yeah. Well, granted, he lived with his dad at this time. This this house wasn't around. But yeah, the, the rig's been put to work in the back half years of its life. Hey, what about this... What about this? Um, uh, Hiller made a video recently showing um, Fraser's garage, and basically he he painted it as this cold, lonely place where you just have to work out alone. And you know, he posed the question to me and to the audience: Hey, would you do that to win the games? And I think everyone wishes that. Everyone, I think, wants to answer yes. Like, fuck yeah! Is it? Are you? Do you? Are you? Do you get lonely? I, whenever I, I do cardio for about 30 to 40 minutes and then I do strength stuff for an hour. So the first 30 minutes, I always have someone there. Whether it's, Oh, so you'll push harder? Like someone looking like you need oh, that yeah. person standing behind you to kind of go to let the me, let, me, let me clarify. I hate when someone's standing there watching me. I have someone who works out with me. So I'll do the workout and he'll do the workout with me, but he'll just modify it to fit his needs. So I always have somebody there working out with me. Give, give me an example of a cardio workout. Yeah. So yesterday's or Mondays, I'll do Mondays. Mondays was every two minutes for 15 intervals. So two times 15, that's 30 minutes. First two minute window, I had to handstand walk and then do 20 wall balls. Whatever's left over, you rest. Next two minute window, I had to do 13 cal ski, 13 cal echo bike. I had about 20 second rest. Next two minute window. 100 double unders, four sandbag cleans at 150. And then I'd just repeat all five of those until it reached 30 minutes. And then that's it. I'm done with cardio for the day. And, and what's it do for you to have that guy in there? Oh, so much. So much. So that's what I tell him. I would not have got third place. His name's Joel. Spoiler alert, the next YouTube video will feature him in it so you guys can meet him. He keeps me accountable. If a good song comes on, we're singing, we're dancing. If I'm like, hey, my barbell needs chalk. Joel, can you help me chalk it? 
he'll chalk it for me. Like he's just there solely because he enjoys working out. And he's like, I want you to be the best you can be. Like for example, training for the games, I practiced running a lot and I would do intervals, run a 400, come in, do stuff in the gym, rest 30 seconds, run a 400. He would scale it. So his 400 meter run would push me. So he might run 400 meters, come in the gym, do one cleated jerk instead of 10. But he'll do that selfish or not even selfishly, unselfishly. Self, selflessly. Selflessly. So yeah. he knows the next 400 meter run, he's fresh enough to push me to go faster. So yeah. I always say, like, I'm unfortunately CrossFit Games athletes are very selfish. If you train with a fellow CrossFit Games athlete, they're going for the best of their interests while I'm going for the best of mine. He's solely there to be like, how do we get you better? I love it. I'm here to have fun, work out, stay healthy, but I want you to be better. There was this guy I used to train with back in the day. Um, he has a big Instagram account now. His name's, I called Dylan him Tall, Tall Carl. Carl Eagleman? Carl... I forget I forget his name. He was six seven. And he and he does and he does this uh, CrossFit stuff where he writes uh he, he draws the the position God, someone will someone will say it in, in the um it's like chalk up. God, I don't fucking remember the name of it. But basically he draw he tells people how to do movements and he's published a book on it and it's really cool and it's all stick figures. But when we used to work out there would be workouts like that. I can't remember what the workout is. Maybe it's Eva or something, but there's this one CrossFit workout I'll never forget. And it had a, it was five rounds and there was an 800 meter run in it. And Oh, whiteboard daily. Thank you. Vindicate. It's whiteboard daily. And, and then it had deadlifts or GHD, but I used to just sit there. I remember I would just sit there on the track and I would wait for him and I would only do the 800s. And I would truly try to beat him on every fucking 800. You know what I mean? Even though he's over there doing 20 sets of fuck, 20 right. uh, reps with 315 deadlift when he'd come over. It's a, it's a cool way to work out. It's a, and, it and I got great stimulus from it too. Like I was exactly. still running 800s as fast as I can. It was still a great stimulus for me. So you're saying you would be the perfect workout partner. I would be an amazing, I would be an amazing <laughs> workout partner. Cause I have no, I would still try to beat you scaled with no shame. Yeah. And yeah. one other thing I'll add about his name's Joel is he <clears throat> has never once in his life complained about a workout. He shows up, he looks at the workout. Okay, let's do it. That's it. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. Uh, awesome. Let, let's let's take a small break from the gym tour. Okay. And answer a question from Kevin Mitchell. Sevon, why can you not use profanity around other people's kids? Why can you not? You shouldn't. I do, and it's it's and it's bad because it, it, all the kids' parents always tell their parents that Sevon guy swears a lot. But you should not. You should not, especially when they are known to be Christians and don't use that language. To me, it's disrespectful. I don't play the respect or disrespect game. I don't. I don't really care if someone. I don't play that game. But I agree. Do, any thoughts on that, Ariel? Yeah, I think this is where I mean parenting. You grow every day. I'm trying to live in a way that she knows the outside world, mm -hmm. but we can talk about it and discuss like why I don't cuss. Here's why I don't. Let me explain it to you. Mm -hmm. I try and just literally have open conversations with her. We have not gotten to big topics like gays or transgenders because that's too much for her. But stuff like this, if she were to ask me like, what does this word mean? I'll be like, why well, does Dylan, why does Dylan's friend always swear around the house? Does has she said that to you? Why does, or why does grandpa swear or some shit like that? 
We don't why does that podcast? Host. Why does that podcast host always swear that the daddy listens to? Well, the thing is, she doesn't even know. Like, if I were to say those bad words, she doesn't know until I tell her, "Hey, this is bad," but I don't right. say that. So if she ever said the word, I'd be like, "Hey, believe it or not, there are words that give life and words that are, do not. I don't use them because they're not needed." And then I would just explain my reasoning. I haven't had those conversations yet, but I I grew up in a home that was sheltered like don't let the outside world in so whenever i did get to the outside world i went crazy oh Instead knowing things knowing my values and knowing that was going to be out there in the world yeah i wasn't allowed to have um bologna or white bread and when i went away to call or mayonnaise and when i went away to college for like two months all i ate were bologna sandwiches with yep. uh, mayonnaise and white bread i, I still remember when i moved off on my own to college for the first time I didn't realize, like, if I wanted a cherry pie, I could go to the store yeah. and make a cherry pie. Yeah. I didn't have to wait till Thanksgiving. So the freshman 15 hit hard because it was like, you can have whatever you want and you can make it in your house and nobody's going to watch you. Yeah. yeah. I felt that way about toy stores when I was like, I don't know, 40 and I finally was making a little coin. I was like, I can go into a toy store and buy any remote control car I want and nobody can stop me. Did you ever have a gas remote control car? No, that's gangster. Dylan had one and it would break every other day. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Those are to be worked on 20 times more than you play with them. Oh yeah. Uh so um I, I, I do I do think I do think that I shouldn't swear around my friends' kids. I do swear around my friends' kids, and and I think it's inappropriate. I, I agree. And um I also have had friend in the beginning. A lot of young parents wouldn't didn't want their kids around me. I even have friends who won't bring their kids to my house on Saturday nights when I have parties, um, UFC parties, because they don't want their kids to see the fighting on the TV. Even though none, my kids don't even like that at the party, they're in their own room playing with right. their friends. They don't even come in. But yeah, I um. But I do think this. I do think my kids don't emulate other adults. They emulate me. And so if, if you have friends that swear, as long as you – if you behave how you want to behave – my kids swear because I swear. And, and so they pick that up from me. But they also if, – if the parents – I don't think that the kids' parents who come to my – the kids who come to my house, if those parents don't swear, those kids just hear it and they just know it's naughty. What did you mean by when you said um, words that give life? Those words don't give life. What did you mean by that? I think I have a couple examples. Um, here's a perfect example. Um, I don't know why when Hopper sees Dylan, first thing he says is words that do not give life. So he'll say like, Dylan, look at your receding hairline. And I'm just like, or you can say like, Hey bro, nice to see you. Or yeah. Hey, I like your hat. Words that just make people feel better. Build them yeah. up. Nice shoulders, buddy. Look at that jawline. That's what I see yeah. when I see Dylan. You're I'm built like, like a linebacker. Yeah. So yeah. Words that tear people down. Usually when you're cussing, in my experience, it's like not a good thing. So just like, how can we rephrase that? So the words give life like that was really kind. Wow, this is great. Examples like that. Um, boys do this thing. I, I have a couple friends who don't want to, who don't like to get picked on. But me personally, maybe it's because I was picked on a lot. Um, I enjoy I enjoy it. I feel like I'm an alchemist and when someone picks on me, I'm just able to take that energy and like in my mind it's cuz they like me. Okay. 
Do, do you know what I mean? Like yeah. before, when I was at some point in my life, Jesus Christ, do you actually breathe through that thing in the front of your nose? Or, hey, dude, please don't sneeze. You know, there's other people in the room. But then it reached a point where the script flipped and I would get sustenance from it. it was, it's weird. Like with That's maturity. Good. Yeah. Right. You got thicker skin. Yeah. Or I just learned how to, I just, maybe it's because I'm a narcissist or an egotistical douche, but I just think, wow, that person's giving me attention. That person likes me. I mean, I don't actually think that, but it feels like that. Yeah. I could see it. I'm one that words do affect me. So I have to be careful what podcasts I listen to because if um, it's negative about CrossFit performance, it will stay in my head too long. Oh, so interesting. Like, yeah. So I'm like, if I can give life with words because I know receiving them means a lot to me, I just try to. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I like it. Okay, here we go. Oh, yeah. Back, back this, to the gym tour. That was from 2014 when I went to regionals. The gym I went to at the time, took a picture of it on the legless rope climb event, gifted to me. I've had all this, all these years. I want it hung up, but my, my builder slash hang up guy is a little busy. So, so this gym right here that you're, we're touring, though, is soon to be gone. No, this will stay. So picture it like this. This is the barn, Rich Froning. Uh-huh. And then we're going to have CrossFit Bay Hib in the back. Oh, are, are you going to open an affiliate? You know what? We would, there's, there's good to bad. We're like, we have two pros and cons sides. The pro is affiliates are awesome. I'm a CrossFit athlete. I should open an affiliate to support the company that supports me. The con is we don't have the same model as 99% of the CrossFit gyms out there. Once we reach 60 members, our doors are closed. You can join the wait list. We don't want more members. We live, this is at the back of our house. I don't want our address all over Google. So I don't want you to be able to Google CrossFit gyms in Midland and then you show up back here. So it would definitely be more of a private, intimate setting. Where will people drop a deuce? We have a shower, a bathroom, a sauna, a cold plunge. What? So when I say 60 members, like the price will be higher than most gyms, but it's it's state of the art. You're paying for something nicer. Class sizes will never be more than 10 members. You will have sauna and cold plunge included. We actually have a chili goat, which is extremely nice if you've ever seen them. So it, it'll come at a price, but once we reach our 60 members... Like, here's the wait list. We're not just, our goal isn't to get members, 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 members. Like, we just want a small community. And if you want to be a part of that community, awesome. If not, there are other gyms in town who are affiliated. You're more than welcome to join them. Uh, um, uh, Sleeky, you can ask for your address not to be listed if you choose to affiliate. You could, but for five grand, one of the perks of it is you want people to see your CrossFit so they come and join or drop in. I would love, me and Dylan are going to go get our L1 sometime this spring. I'd love to talk to them. They've mentioned doing an affiliate garage price. So like that, I would absolutely be interested in. But paying five grand a year, I mean, we could do it, of course. But part of the perks of the affiliate is putting your name on the map and all that stuff. Uh, Jeremy Flatter, deucing in the cold plunge. Yeah. Things to consider. <laughs> Could be. I think that would reduce your membership. Hey, so you, do you, so you don't even care if you wouldn't care if you got zero members, is what you're saying? Yeah. 
Because at this point, it's on our land. We own the shop. We own the equipment. It's not like we have overhead to pay of here's your rent every month. But I do think we'd get some members. What if you tried this model so, in just really um, broad? Do it. Um, it's $500 a month. There's just one class time. In that class, you will work out with Ariel. Ariel will be working out with you. And you don't care if you only have three members. It's just people who want to work out with you, right? The fittest right. woman in America. And if no one shows up, that's fine. But here's the deal, man. Like those, I, I, I'll, and, and not only that, there might be some days I'm not there. The schedule is not guaranteed, but, but I'll be you know, probably 80% on, on point. But there's things I have to do. I have to do semifinals. I have to do open. You will, um, but it's 500 bucks a month and you will work out with me one time a day and you will get at it and you'll get that chance. And the reason why I bring that up is, um, I like, I think I cracked the code on parenting and I think like I have perfect kids. Like they just do everything right. Like they see an old they lady, they open the door, they do everything on time, on schedule. They're just, f I have these three just studs. And I know how to do it. I know exactly about the consistency, the discipline, the habits. I know it's all on me on how I how I'm doing things. And if someone wants to pick my brain about that, I'm not, I'm not. I mean, obviously, I would talk to friends or anything, but like I would never do it for cheap. I would never talk to someone if someone's like, "Hey, can you help me parenting?" I'd be like, "It's five hundred bucks an hour." Like I'm not interested in giving away any of my time that I'm right. giving already to my three kids. But like I've cracked the code on it. You've cracked the code on what you do. Here's the You've completely here's, fucking cracked the code. That's the thing with Fraser, too. Anyone who wants to talk shit about him, you can. But this fucking guy has cracked the code. Like, he knows. Right. And so, like, why not just make it like you're basically trying not to um, – you're basically trying not to have members. Right. The only thing is – realistically in midland texas <clears throat> small town mm -hmm. the percentage of people who are free when i work out which is 11 to 1 you just like dropped all the working force now people who want to train to go to the games to see what i'm doing to get better people that care about crossfit you just dropped it to one person and it's like could that one person afford it probably not and also this is what's so weird and they can it clean the outside of the barn with a, with a toothbrush yeah, <laughs> and <love> <laughs> Think of it as, as goofy as it sounds. I go to the games. I go to Wadapalooza. I go over to FitFest. I can barely walk, which is so cool. I can barely walk around in the crowd because everybody's stopping me for pictures, autographs, all that stuff. Nobody in Midland cares. Right, so like, it's right. like Jesus in his hometown of Nazareth. They gave him no respect because they're like, you're from here. Get out of here. So I don't think people would care that much. We would have a greater chance of bringing in people like Dylan who work every day, but they still want to do CrossFit because they enjoy it. People who work and actually Midland has a lot of money, people who could afford it, but they just want to be healthy, look good in the mirror, eat good, and still go out and have fun on the weekends. So the percentage of those who would actually show up to trade with me I know people in Midland wouldn't care enough to pay for it, unfortunately. Interesting. Um, okay, let me let me propose this too. Then another yeah. thing I think, because um, you've asked my advice. Um, yeah, I want to hear it. Um, hey, 
every person when you sign up, um, you have to know that what you're really doing is you're subsidizing all my costs. And at any moment, I don't want anyone to get their feelings hurt, but at any moment you could be asked not to come back. It's not personal, but I'm not having one iota of weirdness in here. So you, it's like, I give my kids, um, uh, uh, I give my kids like a remote control car. And every time I give it to them, I go, you have to understand that you're so happy right now. They're like, yeah. I'm like, but in three hours when you break it, when you run, when you drive it off the roof and it breaks, you're going to be crying and you have to see that's how objects work. They bring happiness. So let people know, Hey, you're happy. You signed up. Please do not be upset. Even when I kick you out, go and write a good review. Tell me how fucking blown away you are by my fucking etiquette and my fucking discipline and my integrity. You, you, like basically let them know like, this is like, a, it's a sacred spot. It is. And would you put that in the fine print? Let them know. Ahead no, of time no. I would I lecture them once a week. You guys, you are here to make me better. No, but here's what's I'm the third. This most CrossFit gyms are to make you better. That's up to you. This one's the aerial low and motherfucking gym. No, that's and people will want like give people an opportunity to give. Different. So think okay. back to the rich okay. froning example. Okay. The barn. Okay. The yeah. barn. That yeah. was there for rich froning. That's where he got better. Yeah. You show up to the barn. You're on rich froning's good side. You're elite. That's the home gym over here that you just saw a tour of. Oh. This Back part is CrossFit Mayhem. Okay. So I would probably get Mayhem affiliate programming, and they would be doing Mayhem affiliate programming. So I would actually be there to make them better. Okay, fuck. If you show up at the Lion's Den. Look at you. You really are a Christian. Look at you. I can't get it out of you. If you show up at the Lion's Den, you cuss in there while I'm working out. I don't like that. You don't get to show up again. Mayhem affiliate, think of that, the back gym. We're going to be like, how can we make them better? But at the same time, we only have 60 spots. If there's people like swingers show up and they're ruining reputation, sorry, you're cut out. Yeah, yeah. I, I like it how you use swingers. Now you're talking my talk. Yeah, yeah so the pineapples guys. will always be the right. You're, cheat you're cheating on your wife can't have that. Yeah, exactly. Cheating on your husband can't have that. This is a place of character also. Exactly. Like you're okay. going to be held to a little bit better standard. Maybe. All right. Look at, look at the devil was trying to talk to you and you slapped him down. I, okay. No, it's good because me and Dylan have tried to have these conversations to be like, what do we want? If we're going to charge an elite price, these people better get an elite experience, not an overcrowded place, 10 members. We're going to have hopefully road bikes from Trek. So once a week we might be riding out on the trail. Like we're going to, we want it to be something we would want to be a part of. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. Okay. I like it. That, that's, that's, yeah, that, that's the advice I meant to give. So you're going to okay. make it something you would want to be a part of that. Okay. I like that. Yeah. And for quarterfinals, I have to do rope climbs in the home gym. I cannot do rope climbs according to standard. So I will have that to fall back on for a little bit more room. Okay. I like it. Um, okay. Uh, here we go. <laughs> sandbags. Three different sandbags. That's what I'm describing. We filled them up with as much sand as could fit in them. So instead of one of them being 100 pounds, it's like 114 pounds. Um, do you, do you, if you go in there in the morning, do you need to warm up a lot? Like if you go over and try to pick up the 150 pound sandbag, like will that fuck with your head? And like you'll be like, oh my God, this is so heavy. But then if you warm up and pick it up, it's easier. And so you're like, do you have some like sort of protocol so shit doesn't get in your head? No, it's always no. heavy. It's Once always I heavy. Usually around one, I hate warming up. So usually around one of the interval stuff, it feels heavy. 
But then by round two to five, it's great. That's, yeah. I hate to say it, one day it's gonna get me. Right now, I hate warming up. I don't warm up, I just stretch a bit. Mm -hmm. One day I won't be able to do that anymore and I'll pay the price for it. You ever been at an event and you go to move something and you're like, oh, I just can't do it. And then three, two, one, go. Um, it, it shit, the adrenaline yeah. kicks in and everything starts moving. What, what was, there's been events where you're terrified. You're like, you go over and test something at the games and you're like, oh shit, I have to carry that down the field. We just watched the episode with Sam Ski, Bag Ski, Ski Bag. You know what I'm talking the, about? Yeah, the behind the scenes. Yeah. Yeah. And backstage in the warm up, I could only do two of those, like on the shoulder, two squats, and then I'd lose it. The bag would fall. So me and Dylan were like, well, this is going to be the event that takes us down. Just go out there, smile, have fun with it. And then I ended up doing 28 of them unbroken. Holy <laughs> shit. Yeah. So I'm very, very thankful. When I step on the floor, my body shows up for me and my mind is there and ready to go. Like the 5K run that we had to do at the games, mm -hmm. we had to jog across North Park and then line up at the finish line and take off. The jog across North Park, everything hurt. And I was like, holy crap, how am I supposed to run a 5K? I'm already breathing heavy. My legs are tired. My shins are tired. Three, two, one, go. Take off. 6.30 pace. No big deal. No problem. Felt great. So I've been very blessed that when it's go time, my body's ready. Damn. Uh, and But you go through that on the regular. On the regular. Yeah, crazy. But it's very comforting because I know when it's time to turn it on, like I'm very confident that I'll be ready. It'll be fine. I, 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 I wonder if that's the difference between what makes a champion and what doesn't. I'm not a champion yet, Savant. All right. Ask Laura. All right. All right. How old are you now, uh, Ariel? 34? I'm 30. I turned 30. 30 this past year at Rogue. All right. Uh, back to the lion's den. Yep, the lion's den. I'm explaining this is a new fancy barbell my strength guy gave me. Then those are our three barbells. Oh, did Rogue end up making that? So, no. Dude, I get left on red so much. <laughs> I haven't reached out anymore. So we, so many people, even if you look on that YouTube video, the first comment is, when are you coming out with your diamond barbell? And I reached out to Rogue back when they came, messaged a bit with Katie. And then she's like, hey, bring it to Rogue. So me and Dylan brought it to Rogue. And I went up to Katie and I'm like, hey, Katie, Ariel, thanks for coming to my house. I have the barbell in the back of my truck. Wait, Seriously, Rogue sent someone to your house to look at it? They sent someone there to do like a preview of Ariel Lowen for the Rogue Invitational. Oh, okay, okay. They picked me, Victor Hoffer, and a strength guy. Yeah, that's so, cool. That was a cool yeah, video, by I, the way. I remember that. Yeah, they did a phenomenal job. So I said, hey, here's the barbell. It's in the back of my truck. Literally, anytime you need me this weekend, grab me. I'd love to show you. Like, to me, this barbell is more important than the Rogue Invitational. And nothing. And then we got home... And I don't even think I reached out again because I'm like, she knows I have it. I've messaged her. I've sent her a picture. I went up to her at Rogue. Bug her. Dude, she got a thousand <laughs> employees. Yeah, you got to bug her. I bug, bug her. her Just bug her or bug someone at Rogue? No, bug her. If, if, when she's tired of being bugged, she, she's very... Um, direct she'll just tell you but probably eventually what she's going to do is she's just going to point you at the right person dude they i'm sure they want to do it 
um, they she they're not the, um they're very direct people. If they're like we're not interested at this time, they'll tell you you've only fallen through the cracks. Oh, okay. Yeah, they're they're. They, I mean, fuck, dude, they're so tell busy. Me, tell me this. Yes, I want it. I'm gonna bug her. I'll send her a picture yeah. today. Yeah, bug her once a month. Bug Is, her. Just bug her. Be like, hey, Katie, what's up? She. I mean, she. People who are busy need people to bug them, so that shit doesn't fall through the cracks. They okay. have. They we we have to have it. I mean, you know that too. Right. Your daughter sometimes has to ask you for shit five times. and You're like, dude, I'm sorry. True. Right. So tell me this. Let's say they do make it and I see it on the rogue website. My strength guy, his name's Brian Rideout, mm-hmm. made that bar, welded it in his backyard. Like he wants to name it the Rideout barbell. I'd love for him to get a percentage. Do you think they would give him that opportunity or are they just going to make it rogue sells it? Ask them, ask them, they'll tell you, ask them, they'll tell you that. Yes. Ask them, they'll tell you who, who, who knows. There's obviously, there are people who have had inventions that rogue has helped them make that, that I know that get uh, a percentage, a percentage of it. And then there's other stuff that where they're going to be like, they're just going to make it and like, be like, thank you. And it's theirs. So, so Sleeky says they won't, Sleeky says they won't. (laughs) (laughs) Just stay on her. Yeah, Just stay if, I, if I made it, I think it'd be a different story, but he welded this in his backyard. It's his invention. I would love for them to do the right thing for him. Yeah, yeah. That's we'll fine. See. Hey, but whatever happens, don't let it don't let it upset you. It's just people. You know what I mean? But we don't are it... for our bigger gym. Mm-hmm. We reached out to Katie, got left on red. So then I reached out to Rogue, and now we're in talks. We want see? a custom rig for the back of our shop, the mayhem gym in the back. We want a custom rig for it. We are talking to Rogue, and they are doing a phenomenal job. But we haven't got the custom price yet. But the oh. custom outline looks good. Even more reason to bug Katie so that she's like, oh, that's the aerial girl that keeps bugging me. Yeah, I like her. Yes, keep bugging her. Stay close to Bill and Katie. I know. I do love them. Stay but close. We, yeah. Okay, here we go. These are our three barbells I'm explaining. One of them's a guy bar, girls bar, and then a shorty bar. All of those, I'm blessed to say, were given to me by somebody, which is very nice. What do you mean? What do you mean? Who gives you a barbell? Give me an example. Like you're at a competition, they're like, take that girl. No. One of them, I was sponsored by RPM for a minute. The girls Mm -hmm. bar, that came with the RPM package that was in my contract. Cool. Shorty bar, when I was working out an affiliate in town, his name was Carlos. He was like, hey, I have this cool shorty bar that weighs... Excuse me, 35 pounds. Do you want it? I'm like, what the heck? This is amazing. Thank you. So he just gave it to me. He's What's the name very, of the gym? What's the name of the gym? I don't want to promote that. But I'm not going to say it. Okay. Um, <laughs> Thank you for the dude, bar, Carlos. You're wonderful, but I'm not promoting it. Oh, Carlos name. is awesome. Yeah. If I told you some of the crap I put up with, which is why I train alone, Yeah. you wouldn't believe it. But that's for a... Me and you over drinks at the games time. Not any random, any random guy slap your ass while you're working out? No. Okay. All right. All right. Cool. I just wanted to just now I have a demarcation line of how good or bad <laughs> it was. Okay. Good. No. And then the top bar, which is the guy's barbell. I was working out still in Midland around 2015, and somebody in Midland was making barbells and bumper plates named Sisu. So they were just like, "Hey, Ariel, you went to regionals. You've had some success. Use our barbell." Here's a barbell with weights. And then that's how it, it came about. Should, should women train with the men's bar? I used to. Whenever I was, for like the first five years of my CrossFit 
whatever you want to call it. Journey. Journey. That's a perfect word. I did. And I do feel like it helped just to work on a little bit thicker grip. And then when it's time to compete, the girl bar just feels so much smaller. Maybe I should bring that back. Mm. Mm. Here we go. So do barbells see gender? That's another question. Yes. Very, very important question. (laughs) What's that thing on the wall? That's it. Oh, dipper, a dip. A, A matador. I think that's what they call it. These are our dumbbells. That's not too wide for you. I always, whenever I look at that, I'm like, it's that's too wide for me. What I've noticed, the CrossFit Games ring standards are actually pretty wide. When we hung our rings, we'll show those in a second. I reached out to Fikowski. So I'm like, only Fikowski would know this. Mm-hmm. I said, CrossFit Games, how far do they set the rings apart? Because that's what I want to practice. And he had the exact measurement in inches, centimeters, you name it. So they're mm. actually set decently wide. Hmm. All right. But but how about the matador? Does is the matador seem wide? Like I look at that and I'm like, that's too wide. You can adjust where you put your hands. Like if you go back here more, it's super wide. If you go closer up to the base, it's closer. And, and where do you grab it? All in the over? Uh, in the I middle. like if I have four sets, I'll do two of them narrow, two of them a little bit wider. Okay, of course. Uh constantly vary. Exactly. Hey, when are you going to your L one? Do you know? It's really up to Dylan. There is one in March in Abilene, which is two hours from us. But honestly, Dylan's the boss man. It's like, hey, when can we go together? God, I'd love to film that. That'd be awesome. God, I'd love to film that. I'll let you know once we for sure set a date and sign up for it. Okay. I mean, I don't even know if they'll let me, but God, I'd love to film that. If you pay for it, just pay for your L1. And then bring my can and then bring my camera. <laughs> what are you doing here with your camera? I'm just, you know. I paid for it. You can't kick me out. <laughs> and look at those dumbbells. Those are weird. Yeah, those were for RPM as well. They those call look, them squircle. Are those, are those like rubber a, or metal on the end? They look is that rubber on the ends? No, Hard it's rubber? Not, not rubber. Steel? It's not steel. It's it's I don't know. It's not steel like you'd see in the hard gyms, but it's not rubber like the 70-pound dumbbell you see underneath it. Yeah, it's weird shit. Okay, here we go. It's different. One time, if you want to pause it. So they're squircle, right? They're like round and square, those dumbbells. Yeah. So me and Joel were doing overhead walking lunges on our concrete driveway, and he set them down. We started our next 400-meter run, came back, and his dumbbells are gone. And he's like, what the heck? They had just rolled. Into the grass, and they were just gone <laughs> in the random field. So they're not ideal. And you won that workout. Yeah. Look at, look at, see, look at, look at Daniel Garrity. Sevon's nose forces him to back off the matador. Oh. So I can't use the close grip. My nose will hit. It means he likes you. Isn't that what they say? Yeah, he loves me. He wants to sit on my face. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Those are our kettlebells. I need more kettlebells because I don't have two of every kind i just have one so like i couldn't do double kettlebell farmer's carry or anything oh i like that that's a good yeah, hat. That, that was from wadapalooza two years ago thought that was fun that's like a little trophy this is my signage wall and i'm telling the story i have a lot more to hang up but dylan says he's not hanging up anymore because the last time he hung it up he used a stud finder and saw there was something back there. So he poked the hole in the wall to hang up something. And we just hear. Uh-oh. And then water just comes out. He had poked a hole in our water line. 
And the worst part, he did the plumbing for our house. So yeah. he knows yeah. where everything is. So he had to cut open the wall, plug the hole, and then patch the wall again. Oh, yeah. yeah. He, he he was fucking crying inside. You know him. He was crying. Yeah. So after that, he's like, I'm not hanging anything else up. Good job on your accomplishments. And when you're pointing here, what's going to go here? That's where the little hole is. Oh, Where the oh, water okay. came out. So he okay. patched it on the other side of the wall. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. And what's that thing um, uh, plugged into the wall there? Is, is that air scent? Air freshener? Yep. So, oh, you're crazy. You can't be in there. Your nose can't be snorting that garbage. So in December, it was pine smell. I've actually since gotten rid of those because I've good. read some bad things about them. Good, good, good. I know. Good. All right, good. That's very Southern of you. I always, I always wonder when I see that shit in the grocery store, who buys that shit? It's su- Southern people. Yep. I know. I just realized if I just clean the house, it'll smell just as good. Yeah. Yeah. Use deodorant. Of course. Oh, non-aluminum. Okay. If you say so. But I'm not about to, to be stinking. Yeah. You need to stink. It's good. No. So I'm just explaining. My favorite thing though is. You see those sunglasses behind me? I do. I bought command strips with hooks on them. And so I have two pairs of gooder sunglasses that I hang up on those that if I ever need them to like go out in the yard and mow or go for a run, I just grab them, put them on, and then hang them back there. Did you and Dylan fight about that, about you putting those command strips there? Oh, too soon, Savon. <laughs> <laughs> Did he not like that? Was he like, I could just see him because you're saying he's a perfectionist. And he doesn't want your feet up on the wall. And next thing he, did he come in one day and he's like, dude, what, what's this? No, thank goodness. But did you see what happened on Pedro's podcast? No. Okay. I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek. Okay, let's do I'm it. I'm going to give you guys a sneak peek. So I used those same stickies in our master bedroom. And I'm just going to show you this. Do you see those holes in the oh, wall? Oh, Nelly. Yeah. You guys see that? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Dylan's not here to defend himself, but I'm going to lay the stage. Okay. For six months, I had a picture I wanted hung up. Six months. Because he's a busy guy. I let it slide for six months. January 1st rolled around, and I was doing laundry. I looked at the picture, and I was like, it's time. This picture is getting hung up today. I gave him six months. He can't be mad. And he told me, he's like, if you're going to hang it up, don't use those stickies because it'll ruin the wall. Use a nail. But it came with stickies. So I was like, it's meant for this. Let's just make it easy. I hung it up. Dylan came home from work, went to change because we were to work out in the lion's den. He's like, what is this? And he's like, you didn't listen. You hung it up. And he's like, I told you we're going to use a nail. And he's like, look what it does to the wall. And he grabs the picture and rips it off. Oh, yeah, goes, yeah. I would do that, too. He had a temper tantrum. Good job. And Dylan. he said, yes. I told you it would ruin the wall. And I was like, why did you have to take it off? It was perfect. It made me happy. He's like, I took it off to prove a point that those things ruined the wall. And look, they ruined the But wall. no one would have seen it if it would have left it up there. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, like, that's the most TD. That's that I do that stuff. I do tempered. Like if I'm looking for my kids' shoes and I can't find them, instead of gently going through their shoes, I'll dump. I'll get angry and just dump the whole box out on yep. the floor. So his defense yeah, was, "You should have told me to hang it up more." So I was like, "So you want me to nag you every day after you come home from work, or you want me to just do it myself?" And I'm like, 
I'd rather just do it myself. No Eric. way Dylan wins this. No way Dylan wins this. No way. But he totally, he was right. No way. I'll give him that. It ruins the wall. But did it But no, but, but, but it doesn't matter if it ruins the wall if the picture's over it. Exactly. Like, it didn't ruin the wall until he tore it down. Exactly. Oh, That's my God. You guys are on. Are you guys out of your mind? <laughs> That's boy tantrum shit. You guys aren't being reflective enough. I mean, That's just a boy right having now. a tantrum. That's OCD tantrum. That's what I said. And I was like, his defense was, at some point, it would have had to come off the wall. And I was like, did it have to be the day I hung it up? Could you have given me six months? Only because he knew. He knew. What if you would have – see, here's the thing. Here, let me, let me say why it's, why it's not your fault. If you would have just said, no, I used a nail, he would have never taken it down. No one would ever know. But I don't trust myself to use a nail. Yeah, I don't blame you. I don't trust myself. I, I'm, I'm, I would have used stickers too. Hey, uh, I'll I shouldn't tell this story, but I'm going to anyway. My, sure. wife, my wife this year hung the stockings. We have a, a fireplace with a wooden mantle. Okay. It's painted white. And she's hung the stockings by putting tacks in the mantle. Would you have rathered stickies? It, it, I'm like, uh, in three days, the stockings are going to come down, and there's going to be a hole all year where a tack went in. I'm just like, what the fuck? Oh, she sounds like my type of lady. I probably would have done the same thing. My mom would have killed me if I had done that. Yeah, same. Excuse me for one second. Um, I have to wipe a butt. One okay, second. Yeah. But yeah, yeah, keep yeah, talking. Yeah. Go ahead. Wipe the butt. Um, <laughs> we'll, we'll check some of the comments. Uh, uh, oh, shit, Dylan. It wasn't level. That was the main issue. Jeez, Louise. Look at him. Look at him defending it. Yeah. Go ahead, Blakey. He won't see you. Oh, when do you, you think you're going to stop wiping? When do you think you're going to stop wiping? Well, I feel like with poop, it's harder. Yeah. I don't know. When did you stop wiping? I don't want to tell you. <clears throat> oh, tell me. I haven't stopped. They're seven, seven, and nine, and they still yell at me to come in and wipe their butt. Okay. And I always say so to I've them, I always say to them, I'm like, like I, I was wiping my, well, I don't ever remember anyone wiping my butt, but I always had poop in my underwear, like always. <laughs> See, I feel like that's worse. You said yeah. I would just, because boys don't want to, um, when you're done deucing and you're a boy, like you start running while you're pulling your pants up to get back to what you're doing. You're not even like, that's what, and so I, I, want, that, I want people to comment. Is that true? Boys out there. Is that true? Cause I've never heard that before. Yeah, we don't. Yeah. Um, uh, boys out there. Did you guys, um, uh, did you guys wipe your butt or did you just fucking yank your pants up? Sometimes I would even do this Ariel. I would just wad up a napkin and then be like, fuck it, I'm not, and just throw it in the in the toilet. Like, just like, no, just Sevon. Okay. Oh, so true. Some. Oh, so we got no, just Sevon, and so true. Oh, yes, yeah. Okay. Look at Vindicate 99% of the time. Oh, Jay Hartle <laughs> wiped. He wiped. Interesting. Okay. Uh, but depends on the kid. First kid was very clean. Haven't had to since he was three, but our second was five. Okay. Bacon strip underwear. Yeah, totally. That's it. Yeah, all my underwear had just... And my mom put me in white tidy whities so they all had a, just a crazy poop stain in them. So she, she sabotaged you from the beginning. No one ever talked to me. No one's like, hey, maybe you should wipe better. Uh, yeah, I, I'm not complaining. I don't mind because, like you said, that I, I'm the one doing the laundry. If I can avoid 
throwing away kid throwing yeah away when kid. i was a young kid i gave no shits yeah good yeah i got i got one one of my kids is a, one of my kids is uh pretty uh uh, uh fastidious what's happening oh holy hey. cow get some clothes on <laughs> we're gonna we're gonna get banned from uh Sorry. we're gonna get banned don't worry i covered it up you're oh, good yeah, you're great great move <laughs> um well, one of one of my kids will. Uh, one of my kids is kind of wild though. After if he takes a do once a week, he'll take a deuce and be like, "I need to shower." I'm like, "Why?" He's like, "I, I want because I just took a shit." I'm like, "And you have to shower?" You know what that means? I'm concerned he's gonna be like OCD and shit. You're gonna have to get him a bidet. Yeah, use that bidet. Stop wiping like a peasant. Well, I don't want my kid to get Lindsay. used to, used to something squirting know. his asshole. <laughs> That builds soft kids. Yeah, I don't, I'm getting used to that. <laughs> I'm explaining the water story. That if you see that little white remote there, yeah, that's what I used to turn on the heater. Good, good. I like that. And this is my whiteboard. Blakely drew me that picture up there, colored it. Picture look, of and her. you put and you look, you put tacks in your whiteboard. Oh no, those are magnets. Magnets. I'm explaining the secret to the magnet ones. You have to hang them upside down. My um, one of our members told me that if I have them right side up, they get dried out faster. You write your workout down every show, every every time you work out. Every time, because every. there's so much satisfaction in doing the work and wiping it off the whiteboard. So by the end of the day, the whiteboard is completely blank. Gotcha. So it's like making a list and putting some really easy shit on there that you can just like cross off right away and get some success. Exactly. Yeah. Like I've been the type if it's five rounds and I didn't write five rounds, I'll write five rounds and then mark off one of them to know like I just finished that set. <laughs> Look at it's her with the L set. Good job. Yeah, she she's really good. She loves gymnastics. Hey, do we does this ever make it out to the um outside garage? This stuff, no. Um, when when will that one be ready? So I'm hoping after the games are over, I could seamlessly transition and we could open that up and then I'll have all of the off season to not be overwhelmed, get that running, find a normal schedule and then go from there. Hey, when you say that after the games, you're insinuating that you're going to the games. I'm expected. Yes. Yeah. You're expected. Um, do, do you expect that you're, Tell me how you how is that is that is that is that put pressure on you? Do you expect it? Does Dylan expect it? Is it? Are you stressed out? I mean, the the semifinals are are not easy. No, I would. This is how Dylan would put pressure on me, which he doesn't. If he were to say, "Okay, Ariel, going into semifinals, you need to win. Going into the games, you need to get third again." That's pressure. But I think it's safe to say we're both confident. And right now I'm healthy. I feel fit. I feel strong. I will make it to quarterfinals. I'd like to say the same thing to semifinals. And I'd like to say the same thing that I would qualify for the games. The thing that sucks is there's so many unknowns that could happen from now until semifinals. But I'm confident in my ability. If I show up healthy and doing what I've been doing, I'll qualify. What um, you, you said something. What did you say? Um, you said something early in the show about 
being affected by people talking about maybe your movement or something you might show in a video. You seem to me, I don't know, significantly more mature than the other athletes. Right. It, it maybe just maybe just appears that way on the outside, but that like you make it seem easy. Like Thank you're you. not you, like you're not tripping on um, Instagram followers or what other people say or and, and, and to, to be also fair. Um, some of these girls have fucking 2 million followers and I'm guessing 1.5 million of them are not there because of their fitness. They're there to see them in bathing suits. Right. And you have 75,000 followers and not to say that people don't enjoy looking at your body. I would say that most of your followers are genuine, like fit, yeah. fitness uh, people, right. They're not there looking for all the thirst picks. Um, yeah. They're, they're supportive. The thing I'd say is you, I know my, I know my, I, my weaknesses. I know what gets me. So I'm very aware that CrossFit doesn't define me, but I still know what attacks me. So what attacks me are mental things. Uh, like putting pressure on me, you have to get first place. I don't take that well. If you say like, hey, go out there, do your best. Who cares about the placement? So the show we'll do for semifinals. I'll have John Young on and or Brian Spin will have John Young on and we'll start making predictions. You don't watch prediction shows. You don't like that. That no, that, that, it actually gets to my head, so I don't like it. Here's a, an example, as goofy as it is. Mm -hmm. John Young had the new mountain and then the peak of it, and it's like, who might fall off the cliff this year? Yeah. It's like, I'm very realistic. I had a great year. I'm very realistic. I might drop down next year, but I don't like to hear it from other people. So even hearing Dylan talk about that I was on the peak and I might fall off, yeah. mentally I'm like, hey, don't even put that thought in my head. I'm just going to keep showing up every day, doing what I love and not think about it too much. I know certain things like little outside voices can affect me. That is my weakness. So I try and just not listen to them because if I don't know about them, they never happened. Yeah. It's interesting. For some reason, I just, it's hard for me to believe that about you. Um, Cause in my mind, it's almost like you're not human. Like you just live in this bubble, you work out and then you just kind of like, like those little clocks where the guy comes out when it strikes 12, you just come out of your cave, you go compete, and then you go back in. But I do. I do do that. But what <laughs> will get me is my one weakness, my kryptonite, is mental. Give me, give me another example. Another example of my mental game? Yeah, just of, yeah, like something that might be like – yeah, give me another example. Okay, another example was the last chance qualifier. Rolling up, I had one more workout to go, and I was feeling confident. I was in first place, and on the way to compete, Dylan was listening to This a is podcast. two years ago, right? Because there wasn't the last chance qualifier last yeah. year. Okay. Dylan was listening to a podcast called the Savon Podcast. I'm familiar and with on it. there, Savon had said, like, Ariel won't end up qualifying for the last chance qualifier. She's a one-trick pony. And I remember when he, he called me on the way to do my last workout. And I remember the feeling of driving there, pumped up, I'm ready to go. And then after that conversation, it was just like my spirits had sank. Oh, wow. We've come, so, full, we've come full circle from the very first comment circle. you said in the, in the show. You don't, you don't like uh, talk that uh, w words that don't give life. Right. So I've, I'm very self-aware that words are very powerful over me. So in that moment, it was a good learning lesson of, 
Okay, I need to communicate with Dylan. Words affect me. I can look like I'm hard as a shell on the outside, but words yeah. get to me because my spirits have sunk. I'm not as motivated. I'm not as pumped up. I'm still going to go there and kill it, but I'd rather not even know about that. And then it's like, la-di-da, I'm in my own fairy world, go out there and kill it, and I did great. So I have to be really careful, and Dylan knows this. Like, whatever Brian friend predicts me to get at the games, don't even tell me. Whatever this person predicts me to get, whether it's good or bad, don't even tell me. Just say like, hey, you're great. You're one of the best in the world. Go out there and shine. And mm. my little fairy brain will do great. And I'll just have that positive mantra. Um, how did it go away? So when you, when you hear that and you're about to go out, um, how does it go away? How does it dissipate? When I see the leaderboard and saw that I got first and I'm like, okay, I'm fine. I'm not done. Like I had my actions prove it. How about these athletes that like, um, like the Frasers who will put up on the, you know, put up his second place medal on the wall so he can stare at it every day and, and get yeah. irritated by it. That doesn't, that's not your way. No. Cause even Dallin did that. I think one year he got maybe sixth place and that was his screensaver on his phone for forever. And my brain just, it works on positive things. Like so you want, you want God loves you and is going to give you the strength of to fight yeah. through all your and challenges and you're even like Dylan cheering for me Dylan yeah. cheering for me I don't want go faster push harder because my brain takes that as negative I want you're doing great you've got this you're strong I need anything positive because yeah. my brain yeah. is just like gasoline fuel that outfit looks awesome on you that's exactly what it'll say <laughs> you look strong you look beautiful <laughs> So yeah. everybody's always like, you've got Kyle Rolf on one side screaming at Emily like, you got to effing go. Effing pick up the bar. Then you got No, Dylan bitch, you want to sleep outside? Yeah. <laughs> then you got Dylan. You're beautiful. You're strong. <laughs> like so extreme. But I know what my brain needs because I know yeah. what it doesn't respond well to. Um. Do, have your parents uh, sat you down and talked to you at all about like like how are your parents uh, reacting with like what do they say when they see their daughter's the fittest woman in America? Oh man, they're they're excited, they're proud, they're overwhelmed with joy, they're super supportive. But I still don't know if they get it as bad as that sounds. Like <laughs> I went on, I spoke in front of a large assembly of people, and I mentioned in there. You can't be defined by your performances. Chances are next year at the games, I probably won't get third place because like the field gets better. It's harder. I'm realistic in that it was a, it was a God thing. I don't know if it'll ever happen again. My mom literally looked at Dylan and said, did she just retire from CrossFit? Why would she say that? She won't get third place at the games next year. And Dylan had to explain, well, the, the games are extremely difficult. The chances of getting third place again it might happen, but chances are it probably won't happen again. So he just had to explain. So it's she'll say she gets it. She's always supportive, but it's little comments like that to where I'm like, do you really get it? Or I don't know. I don't think uh, very many people get it. I don't think um, truly I get it because there are people out there, obviously, who have these other gears that even the best athletes in the world, like, it, it, let me, let me ask you this. Do you get, do you think you get uh, Tia 
Or do you look at her and um, scratch your head sometime and be like, what the fuck is going on here? I mean, you beat her in an event. How good she is? Yeah, just how good she is, right? How much work, how hard it is, the places she goes. Like, you know how hard you had to suffer to climb to the top of four, four billion women on the planet. Right. And then you're like, what? How? I kind of do get it. You do get it. She trains all day. I train two and a half hours a day. That's it. So I'm like, if I can do the minimal intentionally, somebody out there can do the maximum intentionally. How do you know though that the minimal is not perfect for you? It is perfect for me. Yeah, that's, that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, it is perfect I'm, for me. I'm thinking that you don't do better if you train more. I, I agree. I think if I committed more time to it, got a full-time nanny, put Blakely in school, I would not improve. I would stay the same or drop off because it'd be too much, too much pressure. And what I'm doing is mentally perfect and physically perfect. Um, did, did, do you, well, let me ask you this. Do you think that all the girls who make it to the games get it? Because, because from the outside, it doesn't like we look, we can say we get it, but you look at these people who've just been dominant for so long and it's just like, and, and then you, if, if the us regular mortals try the workouts, it doesn't even make sense. Like right. shit that they're doing in 15 minutes would take some of us all, like literally all day. We'd have to like eat lunch and then come back and do some of the shit. Right. I don't think they do. I say that, but people still love it. Like the, what is the yes. sold out? So even yeah. if they don't get it, they buy into it. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Mm -hmm. uh, maybe, I don't think your parents can ever get it. Do they do CrossFit? No. Oh, I, don't, I say this nicely. My mom is the best person to take care of Blakely. If I go to the games, I know she's in great hands. I have no worries. But if I wanted her to go to the games, I would say, hey, mom, do you want to come to the games? I'd love to have you there. Never would it be. Of course, you're going to the games. We're going to be there. We'll be front row. Regardless if you ask us, we're going to stand there and stand in the crowd. I would have to say like, hey, would you like to come? And then we'll figure out Blakely, go from there. But even before at sporting events, they were never the ones in the front row screaming their heads off. So it's fun that Dylan is always there. Because if I didn't have that with them, Dylan absolutely gives me that. Say it again, gives you what? Gives me the, any competition I do, Dylan's going to be there in the front row cheering for mm, me. Mm, mm. The physical support. And, and that's emotion. crazy. And that's crazy important to you. The role he plays is yeah. like vital to you. Vital. And that's where Pedro asked me at FitFest, because Dylan was talking to me and then you've got these professional coaches over here talking with their athletes. And Pedro's like, do you miss not having a coach backstage? And I'm like, absolutely not. I don't need you to tell me Okay, at 15 reps, break it, check your heart rate, breathe a little bit faster, and then go. I just need you to tell me I'm pretty, I'm strong, go out there, do your thing, and I'll do the rest on the floor. I, 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 wonder, what, um, I wonder what Matt needed. I don't think he needed st strategy. I wonder what, I wonder what he needed, but, but I was kind of sort of thinking from other human comfort. I wonder what he needed at the games. I wonder if he needed Sammy to tell me love them. Or I wonder what he needed. At the I don't event. think it was Sammy. It would have been O'Keefe, right? Maybe, or uh, maybe he doesn't need anything. Maybe not. He's the anomaly, though. He is. He is. Because most people need that strategic person, but to me, that's just more stress. Like, let me just do my thing. No matter how competitive 
someone is, there are definitely athletes who are there who are just like, holy shit, I'm just so glad to be there. Like Shelby Neal, she posted the other day that she had imposter syndrome standing out there on the floor. Yeah. I'm like, you're so cute, but you were top 20. Like, you're great. But but for you, it's not, you, you can't rest there. You're not comfortable with, hey, I'm just happy to be here. I am happy to be there. I, I, mean, I know you are happy to be there, but yeah. it's not enough for you. You you have expectations. I would say now that I am perfecting my craft, I would like to see improvement. The hard part is, though, how do you improve from third? <laughs> so for me, if I can top 10 again, hey, that's still an improvement. Top so five. Don't, don't you want a coach there or someone giving you feedback when you're in this when you're in this gym being like, um, uh, Hey, uh, Ariel, um, have you considered doing this with your toes to bar? Have you considered, uh, different breakups? Have you considered, uh, like, like you, you really are in a vacuum. I'm not saying it's not impressive. I'm yeah, not yeah. questioning it in the sense that you should change it, but do you ever think that like, Hey, I have no one watching my movements to maybe give me those 1% increments I need. I did have those thoughts last year at this time. And I had so many doubts going into the open, going to quarterfinals, going to semifinals, the games. But getting third place, it just think of like a candle. Getting third place at the games, um, unlit the candle. I don't have those doubts anymore. But Dylan still is great. Whenever I go and compete, he will totally call me out and say like, hey, your burpees are slow. You need to work on faster burpees. And I'll work on it. Usually my weaknesses are exposed on the competition floor. And I try and do everything I can to just like stay consistent. But I will look back at now that I got third place, I have a whole year of workouts I've logged in my notebook that like what I did last year, January 31st. This oh. was the work. So I have that to reference of am I staying on pace? Okay, this was me last year at this time. I'm fine. And as I get closer to the games, I'll I should be a little bit fitter than last year, but I haven't looked that far into the programming. So I'll, I'll have that to fall back on. Um, a great title for a book. I became the fittest woman in the United States all by myself. And then, in, and then in the preface, you write the title isn't true, but bear with me. And then you just basically tell the story that you had, you know, in one, in one way it's true, but in another way it's not because you're obviously telling us the vital role Dylan plays. Yeah. But basically you did it yourself. You're writing your own programming or everything. My cardio stuff. I do mm -hmm. have a strength guy. Who created the barbell? Yeah. He's the best strength guy in the business. He watched footage and he'll say, like, okay, these muscles are weak. This is where you're weak. Here's a six week strength style. Email it over. I'll do it. And then I'll compete and he'll be like, okay, here's your weaknesses from what I saw. Here's your next six week strength style cycle. So I do have him. So you do have someone's eyes on you too. I do. Okay. But it's a, a six week basis. We reach out and communicate and then he sends it over. I wonder what he looks at. You send him videos and he watches your movement and he yeah. says, okay, hey, like you need to do, go ahead. Sorry, I, he'll watch Wadapalooza oh, and say, okay. okay, based on this competition, this is where it looks like you're weak. Or he'll watch the games and say, okay, you got really good at being explosive, flipping the pig, but then Rogue came up and the squats buried you. We need to work on leg strength. So he'll watch performances like Rogue Wadapalooza. Or if I express something like, hey, my clean isn't very strong, help me get strong at a clean, and then he'll help me. But he's the smartest guy 
Like he's not going to tell me do five by five back squats followed by five by five deadlifts. The stuff he comes up with is so intricate and unique and different that it just blows my mind. Uh, and so not only that is he good, but he knows how to talk to you. Yeah. And best quote from him ever. Cause I've, I've had coaches in the past. I was very self-aware. I didn't like how things were going. So I ended it. So it was more negative than positive. And I, he gave me a six week strength cycle last January and I didn't hear from him for, for six weeks. And so at the end of it, I was like, Hey, I finished the six week strength cycle. Here's what I'm feeling. Let's check back in and all this. And it was so refreshing. And I was like, I really appreciate you just sending the six week strength cycle and trusting me to do my part and work hard. And he's like, yeah, you don't need another cheerleader show up and do the work. And that's all he said. And I was like, man, that's so refreshing. Everybody wants to be the cheerleader. Like, you got it. You're great. And he's like, you know what to do. Here's the program. You do this, you'll get strong. End of story. You found your match. I found my match. And he he's so great. He lives a mile from our house, which wow. is the funny thing. The first affiliate I ever went to, he was the owner of it. So I've known him for almost 12 years now. He works. Is that out. the same affiliate that you're not going to say their name? The same no. gym? No. His oh, okay. affiliate unfortunately had to shut down because rent was ridiculous. He couldn't afford his overhead anymore. But I'll show up to his place to, we actually gave him an ice barrel as a thank you from the games. And we'll show up to drop it off. And he's in like five year old jeans, holes all over him. Instead of a belt, he uses a rope to tie his pants, holes in his shoes, just like. You picture country strong a rope to hold up his yeah. Like he's probably doing kettlebell swings with a like a keg, just like country strong in his backyard, throwing down. I think if he would, everybody. Okay, I'll I'll comment on that in a second if you don't mind. My <laughs> uh, next one of my YouTube videos, I'm going to introduce him, and I just want you guys to meet him because yeah. he's just strong. Unfortunately, oh. I'll get messages like that in my DMs. Braylon, I'm sure you're awesome. Please don't take this offensively. But when people message me that, I get so offended. Because so many have slid into my DMs after the games, getting third place. Hey, if you need a coach, I'm here. Hey, if you need a strength program, I'm here. And I'm like, I literally just got third place at the games, doing my own programming, following this awesome strength guy. And you have the audacity to come at me and say, hey, do my program. You've never heard of me. My stuff is better than what you just did to get third place at the games. And I'm like, yeah, you should respond. Do you want me to train? Is that your way of asking me to train you? Sorry. Yeah. Yeah, sorry. I'm not taking on any clients right now. Oh, <laughs> listen, listen, good. listen. I have a method that's unparalleled. I love you, Braylon. <laughs> that's awesome. Yeah, so the selfish side. Oh, here like, it gets better. He doesn't. He'll take you to second place. <laughs> hey, that's somewhere I've never been. You might be right. You might be right. Um, this you use the word doubt. Uh, what do you do with doubt? Do you have to wait for it to go away? Do you look at it? Do you push it down? Um, it's there. The only thing that'll push it down is performance. So like when the open rolled around, I got fourth in the open. Do you think you need doubt? You think what's the benefits of having doubt? You've been talking about it like it's negative, but somehow I'm also feeling like it's something you kind of need. You're not wrong because the doubt could almost be like the flame behind me, keeping me going. 
Yeah. So you're not wrong. You're not wrong. Does it does it bum? Do you wish Dylan worked out more? Do you, do you wish he did more CrossFit with you? Like, do you wish he did work out with you? If I had one rogue, he said he would have taken a lot of time off from work work to work out with me. So in a perfect oh, wow. world, I'd make all the money and he'd just show up kind of like Joel, work out with me for you fun. Would like, you would like to work out with him. You think he'd be a great oh, yeah. good training partner. Yeah. Mental. I love having people around me to work out if they're the right fit for me. And he's awesome. I would love to have him there. And also, my brain is so weird, Savon. So we did retested an open workout Monday night, and it was 17.5. You did nine thrusters, 35 double unders, 10 rounds for time. So we're doing the workout. Me and Dylan head to head. We'll train together in the evening. I should preface with that. So it's how like are his double unders? How are his double unders? Savon, he did single unders. Oh, good. Me too. That's what I do. That makes me feel okay. better. That's what I do. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's still working on double unders. So we're doing that workout 8 p.m. at night. We're going, we're going. And I lap him because I'm just moving. I'm trying to beat my old score. And in my head, I'm thinking, Dylan's probably so impressed. I'm moving these thrusters so fast. I just lapped him again. He's probably thinking I'm awesome. So I just have all these silly, positive, goofy thoughts. So if he worked out with me more, I'd probably have more goofy thoughts and it's just fun for me dude i i love you even more now that is awesome yeah, that's how i can't get over myself either that's so healthy i it is I'm a, very I'm a, like when Haley comes home and i got and i got onions chopped on the stove and in, in butter i'm like man she she must think i'm the greatest husband ever i haven't done shit i sliced an onion and put it in butter yep. you <laughs> I'm like she must think she scored <laughs> you're crying because you cut the onion <laughs> she's like what a man <laughs> I always tell my kids, tell me how great I am. Tell me. They're like, what? They're like, you're a douche. I'm like, all right, all right, all right, all right. We'll work on that. We'll work on that. <laughs> okay. Uh, we're never getting through this video. Um, hey, that's healthy, though. I, it's healthy, right? You should be having those thoughts. That's your muse, then. You found your guy. Yeah, I do. You want, basically, I interpret that as, as you want to impress him. Like, I want to impress my yeah. girl. I want to juggle three balls in front of her. Like, and be like, what exactly. what I can do. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, God, you you scored. That's awesome. I scored. We both scored. Both scored. Sorry, of course. Well, it's a, no, <laughs> duh. He scored. Okay. Um, the this guy is, can build. This is crazy. Was that? Hey, was that crazy when you saw that in your yard? Were you just like all warm and fuzzy? Yeah, so he's the contractor. He could build that himself, but it would have taken probably a year. Just because he's so busy, he doesn't have the time to do that. So he did hire this out, and they built it quick. Dude, look at him right there. That's a great shot of him. You got a man. Yeah, he was so nervous to film this. This was before he went on the Savon podcast, so he wasn't used to talking in front of a camera. Look at his big old puffy chest and his square jaw. Look at this guy. Yeah, so this that would be a fence. Those pillars, we'll put wood in there, and that's part of our backyard. The that's pillars are shot. thick. Sick. Are they beautiful? Sick. So we're actually those same pillars, the very back of that garage. Like if you're looking straight through it, there's a glass garage door that'll go straight up the wall. We're gonna stone that back wall, and then there'll be two bays of a semifinal rig on either side. So it's gonna look dope in there. But it'll be that same stone that you see there. How much how much land do you have there? Do you have an acre there? Little over an acre. Wow. Will, will there be, where will, and you have a place to run already? 
yeah, I already have it mapped out, marked on the street. The good thing is we live in the country, not in city limits. So we will run through our neighborhood, but right now we have no more than maybe on our street, four neighbors. And our street is half a mile long. Do you have a well or are you on city water? We have a well. Oh, that do you are you on septic or city sewage? Septic. Oh, can you get off a of septic? Um, honestly, I, that's a Dylan question. I hate septic. We got off of septic, but we still got our well, though. Having a well is dope. Yeah, it is. So that's why we only put one shower, not two showers back there. Because we don't want you stealing too much water. But you can yeah, that, hey, that is kind of crazy. And yeah. wells are expensive to dig. I never even thought of that. Could yeah, you are. get could you get city water there? I don't honestly, I don't know. That's a Dylan question. That's why is Dylan Lowen and then it says aka the boss. Those are boss questions. But, okay. I'm just, uh, yeah. Okay. Um, how's your water? How's your drinking water? Good from your well? Not good to drink. No. No. So do you, even if you run it through a filter, like a Berkey or something? So two years ago for Christmas, uh -oh. I wanted good drinking water in our house so I don't have to kill the environment and buy all these plastic water bottles. It's still been two years. We have bought the system, but I'm waiting on Dylan, a.k.a. the boss, to install it. Just use, just to install it yourself. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> you imagine? No what, way. What would he be more upset with if you installed it yourself or if you if you, he came over and you're like, and there was some guy there installing it, and you're like, oh, I paid this guy 1200 bucks to install it. Would he be like, what the? Oh, that would be a, a heart. That's like, you think another man could do it better than me? That'd be the same <laughs> as him walking in and I'm sleeping with another man. It would oh hit my the goodness. same bone. <laughs> oh, my goodness. All right. You installed our water cleaner. Human God, meat. I would be so excited if okay, this was this going is, on in my house. You see, if you rewind it a bit, Dylan stores his garage doors in one of our garages, but... He has no more room in that garage. So that's another reason why we built the shop. Half of it's his, half of it's mine. He literally for two weeks had garage doors just in our driveway. Yeah, I think you're going too far. Give it a okay. second and it'll come back up and you can see the doors. So they just wait, so so where did you work out if he was did, did I misunderstand that? Was he storing them in your garage? We have a three car garage. There's the garage doors right there. So he's Damn, got who's that's your neighbor's house? Yeah. That thing is huge. Yeah. So that has a crazy story. That house, um, somebody bought the lot. Some sketchy business happened. Somebody else bought the lot and started oh. building their dream house. And then the first owner of the lot comes by and says, hey, why is there a house on my land? So it was under a lawsuit for years. And then finally somebody bought it and they're finishing it up to live in there. But yeah, it's a big so someone house. got scammed and bought something from someone that didn't own it. I don't know if the title company messed up, the realtor messed up, but at one point two people owned the land and one person had put in all of his life savings to build this house. And neither person got it? I think he sold it, but through that process, he got divorced because of the stress. He gave up on the house, sold it, got rid of it. So he still got paid for what he had put into it, but not worth it, if you ask me. How but much yeah, is that? How much is that house? Uh, if six, if someone six thousand square feet, they sold it for I want to say five hundred thousand dollars. But it oh was, my god! No, no, Savon, it was maybe 
25% built. So you bought it as is on an oh, acre. Okay. okay. So you still had to put in at least $500,000 to re-gut it, put in the electrical and finish it out. Oh my goodness. Yeah. Uh, so when I'm creeping, like I'm watching those construction guys over there. Yeah. They better not come on our land. Start building a house. Yeah. Are you sure anyway. you own your land? Did you did you make sure that you actually own your land? Yeah, we got title insurance. Land. We did something. Boss questions. Boss. Those are Dylan questions. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but yeah, he needs more space for his garage doors. As you can see, they were just all out there. Six thousand square feet's big. Isn't that huge? Huge. Yeah. Good for your property value. Yeah, it is. Oh, they concerned with you building that barn on there? They try to punk you at all or like say you like send inspectors over? So if you look straight across, there's a neighbor where you can see their fence. Yeah. They're the neighbors we have to worry about. So they came over when we poured the foundation. Yeah. And we're, we live in the county. So there's, there's not an HOA, city limits, whatever. They came over and they're like, your shop is going to be too big. Are you sure you want to make it that big? Oh, We had already poured the whole concrete pad. And me and Dylan, after the, they had talked to Dylan about it, and Dylan's like, what did they want me to do? Bust up the concrete to make They're them- so far away from you. What do they care? And Savan, their house is for sale. They're moving. Oh, God, I hate it. So How old are they? How Are they from California? I don't know where they're from, but they're older, probably 50s or older. Easy, easy, easy. I mean, easy. When, when I, I said older, I meant 70. No, sorry. They're, 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 they're peaking. They're, they're 50. Yeah. So they're the only ones we have to worry about. But at the end of the day, me and Dylan were like, every other neighbor house in this neighborhood is breaking the community guidelines. If they want to come for us, we'll come for all y'all. Yeah, that that's great. And, and you're, it's like you said, there's four homes in your neighborhood. Exactly. God, I hate I hate douches like that. I know. And so we have to stay away from them because they know all the negative gossip talk of our couple of neighbors we're like yeah. we don't want to be part of that yeah uh sounds like they're bored yeah hey i'd be i'd be stoked to have i mean isn't that amazing too you guys are great neighbors you have a kid you're adding value to your property but someone's being a butthole yeah so one thing we did talk about me and dylan was let's say the neighbors do have a problem with it too loud we'll just say like hey this is a community gym you neighbors come and join for free if it'll make you happy like come be a part of it, not against it. If it comes to that. Oh God, I hope it doesn't. I know, but think about it. How many people would actually show up? My my <clears throat> my neighbor, I can hear his well, and it sucks. It like it water like well? yeah. So whenever someone uses water at his house, I can hear his well go on. Wow. And it, but I, but I still like, he's my neighbor. I just told him, I said, Hey dude, your well's loud as shit. It's right against my like podcast studio. If I'm out here at like three in the morning, just like looking up at the stars, I can hear you in someone in your house flushes the toilet. I could hear it. He's like, yeah. okay, that's it. Like, fuck. I told him whatever. Like, what am I going to exactly. do? Yeah. He's he's my neighbor. I got to live next to him. I want to, I, I like him. Yeah. But you don't like his well. No, I don't like his well. Hope it fucking goes. And then, hey, and you want to know what's crazy? His well went empty one time. So he asked me if he could run a hose from my house to his house oh. for a few days till they dug a new well. Did you let him? What a good neighbor. Yeah. 
He did tell me afterwards, he goes, hey, I just want you to know we never did the wash or anything like that. We were respectful of your water. I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. I, whether is, I, it's true or not, that's kind of cool. That is cool. Yeah. I don't think my, my well is so good. Everyone else in my neighborhood has brown water. My water is like pristine. So weird. Can you drink yours or do you have a filtration? Yeah. Both. We have filtration. We put it through a Berkey, but you can totally drink it. I had it tested. It's perfect. Wow. Yeah. Everything you do is perfect, Savara. That is true. That, that's true. It's true. This interview with you is perfect also. It is. I don't okay. expect any different. Yes. Yep, that's a shop. Since that video, the shop from the outside is finished. How many, how many square feet will that be? My side will be 2,000 square feet. But the whole shop itself is 100 by 50. Why, why does he need 1,000 square feet? What's he going to do over there? Savan, believe it or not, he's a boss. He but is actually, it? I believe he it. He has a lot of material. Garage doors come in panels. So one garage door probably has four or five panels, probably more. So you stack them up. It takes up so much room. And his contractors are always ordering doors. So he legit needs the space. Is there going to be like sawdust from him, like sawing shit in there while you're trying to fucking do Fran? And No, they'll be, we're going to like make it pretty on the inside. So there'll be a wall up for his side, a separate compartment for the sauna, separate rooms for the showers, separate room for the office, and then all the gym. He needs to build a second barn after this. For what? For the Dylan barn. <laughs> his man cave? Yeah. Then I'd never see him. He'd go from one shop to the other shop and then come in at midnight and I'd be asleep. Look at this. I love my water, but you have to live in the middle of Alaska and no filter. God, can you imagine the water in Alaska must be crazy. That's beautiful. Uh, Dan Guerrero, someone's never thought of how a garage door is put together. A lot of people don't. They, Dylan will show up to jobs and they'll be like, where's the garage door? They just thought it came in like one big piece that you were just like tilt up against the wall. <laughs> and Dylan's next Instagram post might show you a process of what that garage is building is like. At That's Dylan Lowen. Yeah. That's I, I, is that steel? That's steel? The frame? I-beams? Bo boss question? Is that steel or wood that frame? Oh, it's steel. Steel deal this is me talking about the gym a bit more and i think that's the end of the video i have a sh i have a shitty garage door look at you you're you're now on youtube yeah i'm on youtube like and subscribe <coughs> why are you doing that why why are you why are you is that a good use of resources to um there's a, a few different things I, my goal this year is to grow um, as goofy as it sounds, I want to grow my name more. And a lot of people don't know my story. That's what I'm finding out. And I was waiting for somebody else to tell my story or, hey, if I hire this person, maybe they'll tell it. Maybe my sponsors will tell it. Nobody was. So I'm like, it's time that I tell my own story. Here's where I train. Here's a little home gym tour. Here's my workout partner. Just for people to get to know me more. Like so many people found out that I train out of my garage. Yeah. Now you can see the garage that I'm talking about. And actually I have merch coming soon. I was almost pushed this podcast because my shirt will be in tomorrow. And then I could have worn it on the podcast, but it literally says I work out in my garage and that's it. Oh, just, no shit. Really? Yeah. Oh, I like that. Just it's, it's simple. <clears throat> it's like goofy. Everybody, anything I post, 
hey, did you know she works out in her garage? So just to like play along with it. What, um, hey, I'll, I'll have you on again. And can we do a live gym tour where you walk around with a cell phone? Will there yeah. be good internet out there? Yeah. How's your cell service there in, in, in middle of nowhere? Way better. You remember the first time I came on your podcast? No. It was horrible. It was Chopping that? It out. Yeah, it's good. Oh, I yeah, mean, yeah. You had to move from room to room. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. Yeah, now it's great. All right. Hey, um, so, so, what, so, hey, how about as soon as that gym's done? Well, you'll be on before then. I was gonna yeah. say, as soon as the gym's done, come on, but you'll be on before then because we got the games and, and yeah. semifinals, and I'll be bugging you for all that shit. That gym is gonna take a process. That's why I'm giving myself until August because I know once we order the rig, that's gonna take time to come in. The flooring's gonna take time to come in, all the equipment. It's gonna be a process, but it'll be worth it. Hey, do you have a um like a media strategy? Like, are you like are you do you, are you gonna make a short every day on YouTube? Like, do you know how to do shorts on YouTube? I hired a guy, so he, I literally gave him the password, and I'm like, YouTube's yours. Yeah, you grow, you get a percentage. We both win. So yeah. I'm leaving that to him, and I trust him. Um, uh, I had a subclip station, and that's what I did with uh the guy who was making my subclips. Oh. It's, it's it, he's he's since got busy with other stuff that's really important but basically i said um hey grow can you grow the do you want to grow the subclip station and the first fifteen hundred dollars it makes a month is all yours wow you know because then like it's like then it, yeah then he's got crazy incentive this guy's right. rich though he doesn't he i can't i can't say he's rich and talented i can't incentivize is it you? No, is it you? no no oh, no okay I'm just rich um but he, but the, the, that is the way to do it. Completely incentivize someone else because all you're going to be doing is just leveraging the media, right? Just through sponsors right. and, and all that shit. Hey, the way, um, do you make your Instagram clips? I do. So there, your Instagram clips are dope. This, like, like I was watching this one just now. Um, I think it's this one. This one's great right here. If you want to shine in front of everybody. Oh, yeah. You have to work in front of nobody. So I'll just rule number everything. Find stuff I want to. So like part of my contracts is I have to post for sponsors. So I thought that was a great way to post for my sponsor without it being like a saturated ad. That was for Wadproof. Wadproof app. So you could take this and you could put this just uh, uh, YouTube shorts is exactly the same as Instagram. You just okay. take your camera, you film yourself, or you upload something from your photos, and then you just post. And does that bring in money? Um, if you, once you get over a thousand subscribers, you can, I think, apply uh -huh. for um, ad revenue. But but either way, then you you can be publishing this in both places. Yeah, that's a great idea. But people with YouTube Shorts are so easy if if you can get in the habit of making them. They're so yeah. easy. And I'm already making them for Instagram, so I would just yeah. have to get them. Yeah, might as well. And it's and in YouTube Shorts is like totally catered for the phone. It's like soon as soon as YouTube sees that you film something in this aspect ratio, it just automatically puts it as a short. Hmm. Okay. Um, Ariel, where is the flag from the games? Did you frame it? What? Oh, oh, yeah, the American flag, right? Do you want to see it? Where sure. It is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. I'll show you. We didn't frame it yet. Come on, Blakely. We haven't really hung up much. 
at all. We've been busy with other things. Yep, that's the flag. So this is this is our office. If you can see it. Oh yeah, that's nice. I call it like my shrine wall. But everything you do all... is so clean. You have no clutter. I have clutter. Thank you. Yeah. We're minimalist modern. That's what I've dis discovered. Okay. So this is a, we've had all the athletes sign at my first year at the games. This is one of my favorite pictures from the games. Yeah, it's dope. Then this is my like trophy wall. So here's the flag. Oh, it looks good there. Yeah, elevated Elizabeth. Third place at semifinals, third place from the games. And then that's just where I keep it for now. You brought a flag with you, Ariel? No. Did I never tell you this story? Maybe you did. Refresh me. Okay. Um, this flag was in lost and found from day one at the CrossFit Games. Oh, that's right. And we walked past it, and Dylan was like, hey, if you make it on the podium, look, there's a flag at lost and found we could use. And then one thing led to another, and it was still there when I needed it. So that's the flag I held on the podium. And this is where I put the third place belt. thought it was fitting. Yeah, that's awesome. Look at some, I like what Sean said. Sevon, you don't have clutter. You just have a small house. Okay. I like that. No, one thing I also very am intent, intentional with with my parenting is her toys stay in her room. And she can make a huge mess of her room. I don't care. Yeah. But I live in the house every day. And if I see clutter, it just puts clutter in my mind. So the house is like this. That's exactly what we have. We have a room, our living, our TV room, no toys are allowed. Nothing. Yeah. And it's so much more peaceful. Yeah. And it gives you normalcy. Like my house isn't overrun with my kids' toys everywhere, as amazing as they are. But her room, it can look like a hurricane went through it. I don't care. Um, one of my kids broke the, the 90 inch TV with a toy once, and that was it. Never that, that he was like three years old. That was it. Never again. No 90, toys ever allowed. Ninety inch TV. Ninety five. Let's say a hundred. Let's say it. Let's round it up to a hundred. Wow. Do you, so you don't still have it? Did you replace it? With no. It? No. I immediately put it. I immediately put it back. So it broke, and then I immediately went to the website and put another one in the shopping cart. And then like three months, just you know, like you put something in a shopping cart somewhere, and they keep sending you emails. You left this in your shopping cart. And I just let that just come at me for like three months until I was finally just bit the bullet. And then you took it out of his college savings. I fucking my my wife picked him up and carried him away to the room because she saw me turn so red. <laughs> True story. She had to protect him from you. Yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, uh, sorry, Richie, Rich. Uh, give me. It was a fifty-inch Vizio. All right, so what? Don't ruin my story. Yeah, it was great. Thank you for coming on. Thanks for having me. Yeah, I think Blakely's over it. <laughs> Uh, talk to you soon. Thank you for everything. Tell your husband I love him and uh, look forward to having you on again, Ariel. Thank you. Thanks, Yvonne. You're awesome. Bye. Third fittest woman in America shooting the shit with her like she's my friend. Look at that shit. Fucking gangster. I got friends. I got friends in high places. Uh, Shut Up and Scribble is on later on today. Oh, wow. Uh, part nine approved. Floor access denied. Wow, son of a bitch. We need to talk. We need to talk. Okay, episode nine's approved. That's good. I sent this text to Dave. Um, they, the CrossFit, I, I guess Dickie's, there's going to be a different setup there and there's not going to be media pits around the outside. And so I sent Dave a text this morning 
And I said, hey, I, I need to have floor access uh, next year at the games. Um, I'll, I'll behave. Thank you. And he put, but before then I had sent him part nine and he just wrote back part nine approved. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Let, let me see. Hey, I'm on the podcast right now. Hey. Yeah. Hey, so um, can we talk about it live on the air where, about floor access? Okay. Bye. Ellie thinks she's got problems. I got problems. I can't do the behind the scenes if I don't have a media pit to go back and forth. So I need to be on the floor. I, but I'm obviously I'm, – I'm, I wonder what the chances – I think it's more like – I think it's significantly more likely Ariel goes to the games than I go to the games, which kind of sucks. I, I, I walk a tightrope. I look so sad. Yeah, I walk a tightrope. I think that's the first time uh, in the history. I think this is the first time in the history of the podcast. Correct me if I'm wrong. If I've ever answered the phone when Dave's calling, that was nice of him to call and let me know to my face that uh, denied. I'll still push though. I'm not going to give up. I think I, I have to have it. I have to have it. It, it, it will be if, if I'm stuck in one spot. It'll, it will, I just won't be able to provide what I want to provide to you guys. Oh, that uh, this is and Sean Lenderman needs access so he can bring Graciano snacks as he protects Sevi. Yeah, it's a teamwork. Teamwork makes the dream work. Uh, I'm wrong. I am wrong. I was gonna say, um, uh, Hiller told me something really interesting. I wanted to share with Ariel today. We were talking yesterday, and he uh, we were talking about working out and being sore. And he's like, dude, I think he said 80%. You do realize that 80% of the people, um, when they get sore, think that they're injured. And I was kind of like having trouble processing that because I love being sore. For me, that's like validation I worked out. I like that feeling like when you're walking downstairs and you're like, ooh, and your, th and your quads are jiggling, you know? I like that feeling when your triceps like hurt to the touch. Just makes me want to work out more. If I'm not sore, I feel like I didn't, if I'm not sore the next day or feel a little, um, I did dumbbell snatches yesterday and I, I don't feel, um, and I, and I feel sore in my, in my back and I'm stoked. I'm so stoked in my upper back. I wonder if it, I wonder if it's more than 80%. What if it's like 95% of the people think that when they're sore worldwide, like I want to be a little bit sore every day. Being sore is not recovered. I wonder if that's true. I like being sore. I like being sore and a little tight after a workout. Like if it, like I feel like I should have just pushed a little bit harder. Yeah, yeah. I mean, for me, there's for me, there's no question of where that demarcation line is between being sore and injured. Like for me, it's just clear as day. I would never, I've never, in my 51 years, I've never confused the two, ever, ever, ever. But I do know people, when he said that to me, I'm like, oh, uh, my kids, my kids are now finally trained. They know the difference. But when they're young and you ask kids, 
they'll be like, oh, it hurts, it hurts. And I'll be like, are you injured or sore? And they, they don't know what you're talking about. They include being, they include being sore as injured when studying CrossFit injury rate. God, I, I, I think if you're not sore, you're not like working out hard enough. I mean, there's times like not, not to, but there's times just to move and get a sweat, but like you need to be sore. I've, I've heard it gets tougher to get sore as you age. It takes longer to set in. That's for sure. I used to just be able to, I remember soreness would set in within 24 hours always. Now, sometimes it can take two days. It's so weird. Uh, Balin, uh, I'm a CEO podcast sponsor, just like BirthFit and CA Peptides. I donated $4 in the past two days, so don't give me that BS. What BS? I like you. You're funny. Are you hurt or are you injured? No, what are you talking about? I mean, not hurt or injured. Hurt. Oh, that's interesting, too. Are you hurt or are you injured? Being injured sucks. Uh, being sore is a process of recovery. I get sore if you sit at my if I sit at my desk too long. Yeah, that's different. Like I just drove for 16 hours the other day or whatever. My butt was like starting to do weird shit. As soon as I walk around, that goes away. I'm just talking. Yeah, I live sore. I think it's normal. Yeah. It's good. It's, it's fucking rad. <clears throat> All right. Uh shut up and scribble uh with Taylor Self and JR Howell. Coming uh, soon. I'm going to try to do a 20-minute show uh, this evening. Oh, I don't even know what this means, but yes. I get, uh, Dan Guerrero, I get sore when doing unilateral work. Like, that's just like one side or the other. Lunges more than squats. Yeah, for sure, right? And any isolated movement, anytime I ever do any, like I could make my triceps sore just by just straightening my arm out a lot. GHDO, another good one. Excuse me. Yeah. Uh, Jeffrey Birchfield throwing his big brain into the conversation. If you hurt, you some deleterious physical modification. If you hurt, you some, I don't even know what that means. Someone translate. <clears throat> uh, Rambler, I get sore from sex. Dude, you've never had sex, dude. Ever. Oh, wow. Uh, Kelly says, Saber makes me sore once or twice a week. Jeez, Louise. I do. I do do a 20-minute show. I do 20 minutes. I've done two of them. I want to start doing more of them. I want to start doing, like, Short shows where I talk about the difference between search engines, between uh, um, Google and uh, DuckDuckGo. Did you guys? Oh, I need to show you guys this. Do you guys follow James O'Keefe? This is. Um, This is absolute. I should just finish the show and just play this. You won't, you won't even. If you haven't seen this, you won't even believe what I'm about to show you. How come there's always so much beaver on my Instagram account? 
the explore button doesn't even work. Um, uh, J uh, James O'Keefe Instagram. 1.3 million followers. This, this is unheard of. So James O'Keefe, I think he went on Grinder, and he got a date with. You, you know how the White House basically hires like based on the genitalia you want in your mouth and the color of your skin. Well, they got this dude who's in charge of the network at the White House, it sounds like, if I remember correctly. And James O'Keefe gets a date with him. It looks like they're on a date. How this guy can work at the White House and not know who James O'Keefe is is mind-boggling to me. Uh, we're going to watch some of this. I don't, I don't even know if you're going to be able to hear this uh, well, but this is going to blow you away. This is some scary shit. But someone was telling me the other day who's intimate with the White House. They're like, hey, dude, it's like Game of Thrones there. Biden's completely not in charge, and it's just different factions trying to uh, run run the country, run the White House, get control of the presidency. This is absolutely, yeah, Matt Burns, O'Keefe is savage. Yeah, this is savage. Uh, this is absolutely savage. Okay, here we go. Yeah. In the government. Yeah, I'm fairly high up. I'm good at keeping secrets until I manage two federal agencies, the State Department and USAID. So when you that guy said he manages two federal agencies. Is that what he said? Say it's like security, like you're protecting the networks of the federal agencies. You give all your information to. The mission is to protect right. yes. information. And we, sir, we, we are like the president's voice when we go into meetings in terms of discussing and, and promoting the president's priorities. Is he, is he going to be the, the nominee? Yes. And she will be the vice president, nominee. Yeah, I don't... There was a debate about removing her from the ticket, but sadly they didn't. She can't keep my staff. They quit on her in mass. But with him... She just said that Kamala Harris can't keep any staff. They quit in mass. I yeah, mean, I know. I know. He's got know. dementia. Uh, yeah, well... He's he just said Biden has dementia. And the guy's like, yeah, 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 I know. Definitely slowing down. But they know that he has those issues. I think so. They're not willing to say it. They're not willing to say it publicly. And same thing but with Kamala not? Harris. She's not popular, but you can't remove. Kamala Harris is not popular, but you can't remove the first black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. This is the guy who's in charge of the networks for two federal agencies, including the White House. First black lady to be vice president from the goddamn presidential ticket. Like, what kind of message are you going to send to, like, all the African-American voters? How would you spin that? People would be like, what the fuck? Like, like, she's a woman and she's multiracial. I think I think that they're really concerned about this. But they won't say it. Well, I guess if they say it publicly, Correct. Biden they is, is uh, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to they show the they say the it privately? His name is Charlie Krager, cybersecurity policy analyst and foreign affairs executive office of the president. That's the title of this guy. But they won't say it publicly. Correct. That Biden they is, is uh, no. they can't say it publicly. No, no, they've got to, they got to they say the it line. privately. They can't say it publicly that he has dementia. And then O'Keefe says, but, but do they say it privately? 
I'm just, I'm just. And he nods yes. Telling just, you what I've heard. Like, you're just, yep. You're just telling me the truth. Does it make sense? No, but that's, I mean, that's what I've heard. <laughs> I've had a meeting with Michelle Obama at one point when I was an intern, and someone asked her, Will you ever run for office? And she said, No. Emphatically. Really? I've seen all the shit my husband has had to go through, and that does not interest me. People would be like, Well, I don't think we should have to get the vaccine. And I'm like, Come on. You. Like you're not gonna get the vaccine, and then you're gonna go expose my family exactly. in the hospital exactly. to your unlike vaccinated COVID. Like, so you work in cybersecurity for the White House, and my my question is, what are you doing on a meeting with James O'Keefe? What type of cybersecurity? Op- and then James calls him out. Anyway, you can go to his Instagram account, watch this whole thing, and what's actually going to happen is today is going to be part two. He's going to release part two, and it's going to be... How how does anyone, after seeing that, continue to vote? Um, Yeah, 81 million votes. Yeah, how? Yeah, Uh, the the Instagram account is James O'Keefe. And then he's got another one that's called um, OMG Media. There, there are these two Instagram accounts that just keep giving and giving and giving. And since then, of course, like soon as he posted this, this guy or no, soon as he was done with this interview with this guy, this guy runs off. And part two will come out today and we'll get to see what happens when he runs off and, and James O'Keefe follows him. But uh, the guy already scrubbed his Instagram account. Uh, yeah, yep, Sean, yep, almost 200,000, uh, more deaths in 2023 in the United States than 2022. Nothing to see here. All right. Love you guys. Uh, Shut Up and Scribble's coming on with uh, Taylor Self and J.R. Howell. Enjoy. Bye-bye.